Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. It's behind me, let me get in beast mode If you wanna try me, you gon' need a cheap code Kante is who I be to you, it's Mr. Hero Legendary adversary, flows considered lethal I'm a super saiyan, I got dragon balls, I wouldn't lie You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing out Put me on the map, one up game is who I'm talking about I'm the rapping master chief Epic to say the least Contain the hero Better etch that in your memory And so the one up Gaming for the show I'll contain the hero Is really gonna show David here, One Up Gaming, episode 337 of the One Up Gaming podcast, I believe. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're doing. <clears throat> Just got home from work. I love night shifts, great. Um, this one's not too bad. I'm just doing the occasional sleep shift with the day shift, so that's quite cool. Um, I had to get home last night to collect some clothes for sleeping. And got home and the boiler had split uh, or some of the pipes had gone or water overflowing some I don't know. I'm not a plumber, I'm not like my dad, I don't know what I'm doing. And it looks as though like the where the boiler room like the boiler in the room that was all flooded and it was like it flooded down into the room underneath as well. Uh, yeah, landlords had to come round, turn all the water off, so I'm living like a peasant with buckets of water. Not the best, but, <laughs> you know, what can you do? You have to just try and put up with these things, don't you? So, as I say, me, David, One Up Gaming, episode 337 of the One Up Gaming podcast. If you would like a t-shirt of Dead Space, please just... Subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave the word, comment, whatever, just dead space. And if you're in the UK, we will look to find you and send you a copy, a free t-shirt. Um, I mean, technically speaking, we've also got our other t-shirt to give away, which is the, the podcast one. So it's got all of our face on with the One Gaming podcast wrote on it. Uh, again, just leave the words t-shirt in the comments. And we also have... Do we have anything else to give away? Oh, yeah. While I'm scuttling around beneath myself. 
the Evercade Interplay Collection 2 we can give that away so it's got Claymates, Earthworm Jim 2 uh, Clay Fighter 2, The Brainies, Rad Gravity and Prehistoric Man so again just subscribe to the YouTube channel and just leave Evercade as the comment and UK only but we'll give this unopened little thing away <clears throat> just so you guys know this is our t-shirt that we're giving away but we'll see what we can do so yeah should we get into the what we've been playing this week hi this is david from code child and i listen to the one up gaming podcast hello andy this is colin i won't be able to get in the night no, 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 no. i'm sweating yeah. Still David, still one Gaming, still episode 337 of the one Game Podcast. And here is the section where we will talk about the games we've been playing this week. And... <clears throat> Do you know when you get that, that... It's like... Sore throaty, coldy sort of thing that just doesn't sort of go away. I've had it for a few weeks now, it's just weird. Anyway, <laughs> get into the games. Watch Dogs Legion... And with this game, it was quite fun. I was very pleasantly surprised of how this game played, how it looked. And I just loved the really goofy, stupid nature of the game. I thought it was really fun. Um, it's not a Grand Theft Auto 6, 5 sort of killer thing. But it was a nice, fun little game that <clears throat> I enjoyed immensely. And it was just weird how it's set in England and it's got a load of weird accents that don't sound like England. But what are you going to do? So next up we have, um, I really should have these things close to me because my eyesight is really bad. Is it Kenner? Kenner Bridge of Spirits. And this one, it looks very much like a modern day Pixar sort of movie. The graphics are really nice, really crisp. Really nice 3D animated look. of a, like the, the characters and everything looked like what you'd expect like a Pixar movie to look, they're really nicely detailed. The game itself plays a lot better than I was expecting, it feels nice, um, yeah, I just don't know why a lot of these sort of games don't come out for the three, I say 360, but now it's a couple of generations ago now isn't it? Uh, why they don't sort of come out for like the Xbox series sort of consoles, a lot of these I think Sony must do a few underhanded sort of like exclusivity deals that don't really get mentioned much in the press. But anyway, it's it's a good game. It's a nice little game. I would recommend it. It's nice. Nice. Feel the energy of the mountain. The land has begun to heal. Is this your doing? 
You carry the same energy that flows through these roots. Next up, Warp Drive. Now this one is a futuristic racing game, very similar to the I say Burnout, like the Wipeout sort of series. But it does have full 3D cell shaded cartoonified graphics, which make it stand out. It looks really nice. Nice sort of crisp, fast, smooth. But it does have sections of the track where you hit that and you actually basically it's like a warp drive so you basically warp from that end of the section and you go like and you warp to the next sort of section of the track and it looks pretty cool I do like this game it's I think it is very kiddified so it is quite easy and um, to sort of play but I guess when you're doing a lot of these games you do need some games that are just fun to play and easy Next up, Capcom Beat'em Up Bundle. Now this one, I've not got the names down because I can't be bothered. It's good. It's just a collection of like games, I think seven games. I know there's Final Fight on there which I'd buy any collection with Final Fight on because I love Final Fight. And I think it's like Short Circuit, like another Beat'em Up sort of game. Captain Commander I think. It's got, like I say, seven sort of games. All scrolling beat'em ups. And yeah, I enjoyed the beating when I was a kid, so I do still hold those sort of games in high regard myself. Um, so yeah, it's a cheap, cheap collection now. Came out a few years ago, and you probably get it for a few quid. Nice of the round, King of Dragons. Hey, Captain Commander, that's your game. Wow, Warriors of Fate. Plus, it's got armored warriors and battle circuit. I never thought they'd come home. And get this, all seven games come with online multiplayer, thanks to the magic of the internet. What's the internet? And all this stuff fits inside that one box. With room to spare, seven games for the price of one, all from your buddies at Capcom. Radical. Yo Cap, this is great and all, but we should probably get home soon. Oh, sorry, probably should have mentioned this was a one-way trip, huh? You mean we're never going to see our mom and dad ever again? That's right! The next game, Commandos 3 HD Remaster. And this one, 
isn't Commandos that you're thinking of, or Commando, you know, the Capcom um, scrolling sort of shooter, like top-down sort of shooter. This is a full tactical um, strategy sort of game where you have to get your little character out of the area, kill like the characters, the enemies, or destroy the tanks, things like that. Uh, it's still top-down view. You can rotate the screen, rotate, zoom in and out. It's a very, very good tactical, slow-paced, slow-burn sort of strategy game, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it looked good, and it played really nice, even on the pad. And I guess that's all you can ask. The next game, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, and I don't know what the hell people see in these games. The first couple of games years and years ago were okay, but even this game, I think the character movement's bad, the camera movement is bad, the gameplay is bad, I just think the whole thing is bad. I don't understand how it's been in the top 10 charts for the last 8 months or whatever it's been and I just don't see the why people would buy these sort of games. Mm. Graphically it looks better than they have done for a while, I think it's been remade up for the, like the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series sort of consoles. <clears throat> Still the same sort of music playing in the background, still the same sort of samples and everything and I just don't understand why this game is as massive as they are, any of the sort of Lego sort of little games, they just, I just don't like them, I really don't, so I guess we'll move on before I get like ridiculed and stabbed to, um, great shot kid, that was one in a million, hello there, Rebellion is reborn today, and I will not be the last Jedi. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. Gear Club Unlimited 2. Um, this one I played on the Xbox Series X, and it's a very basic arcade sort of game. Came across from like the mobile sort of side of things came onto the Switch and I think it did really well on the Switch and then they've moved it over and it's now on like the PlayStation and the Xbox sort of series of consoles graphically it looks okay cars look nice backgrounds they have a couple of the problems of where the, the background itself sort of like du duplicates so some of the corners, some of the roundabouts, some of the junctions it's like a drag and drop circuit emulator sort of thing and it's just falls down in that department it, it feels nice, it plays nice, I liked the idea of the game and it was cheap, like £10 and for that price it's recommended, it's a nice little game 
So that's the games we've been playing this week. Uh, as always, please check out our Gran Turismo 7 series, which is on a Monday. Our Football Manager sort of series, which is the Football Manager Mobile 23, where we've done our Fantasy League. I've added me and a lot of my gaming friends. So John Hare's in there. A lot of the guys who we work with are in there. So it's just something different. I think it's quite funky. Um, so that goes up every Tuesday. Um, Evercade series, the Star Trek Online series, the Worst Games Ever series, and of course the Ridge Racer 6 series. And that is what we've been doing this week. So thank you all for watching. See you after the news. Goodbye. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Hi, still David, still one Gaming, still episode 337. And <clears throat> we are going to go through some of the news this week. Um, so hopefully we'll get through and see what is going on in the gaming world. So, should we make a start? So it looks as though Activision Blizzard have been charged $35 million by the US Securities and Exchange Commission. So they've been charged uh, $35 So, failing to maintain disclosure controls related to complaints of workplace misconduct and violating whistleblowing protocols. Ooh, that sounds good. So I guess the when people were complaining and doing the whistleblowing sort of thing, the Activision and Blizzard weren't notifying the the actual authorities about that. Um, a lot of this stuff I don't know nothing about because violated the Exchange Act rules thirteen A slash fifteen brackets A and twenty one F hyphen. Yeah, whatever, because the UK laws and the American laws are different. So, yeah, so it was all goes about alleged um, sexual misconduct at work, discrimination. Uh, hmm, weird, weird. So that is that. What do you guys think of the Activision sort of thing? Do you think that thirty was it thirty eight million? Do you think that's enough of a deterrent? Or do you think that there should have been a lot more sort of financial um, things going on with that? But anyway, next bit of news. Activision's Activision <coughs> Xbox's Activision Blizzard mergers spurs formal antitrust warning from the EU. So it looks as though another potential blow um, to Activision Blizzard's merger to the Xbox... Um, the European Union has reportedly hit Microsoft with a formal antitrust warning as it tries to get approval on its Nascent, I don't know what that means, $69 billion deal. Um, Politico reports the EU representatives sent Microsoft a statement of objection laying out why the body feels the deal may be pro problematic in the gaming industry. 
Uh, the statement was not released, but the EU have previously contacted contended that Microsoft might be incentivized to block access to Call of Duty in the future. Why is it all about Call of Duty? Who cares? In a statement um, on uh, to Politico, Microsoft spokesperson said, finding a path forward for the deal. We are listening carefully to all the European Commission's concerns and are finding an and confident we can address them. Um, in an early interview, um, he was more interviewed whether he was more confident than a year ago that the deal would go. Um, Microsoft or Xbox CEO Phil Spencer said he has more knowledge about working with different regulatory boards and more confident now than he was a year ago, simply based on the information that he has and the discussions have been having. Um, yeah, so. He's still confident, but he has to say that. He can't just sort of say, no, it's not happening, is it? Um, so that, my friends, is that. And then we have... So do you guys think that the merger... Merger? It's not really a merger, is it? It's like a buyout. Um, do you think that the buyout will happen? Or do you think that this is just all stuck now and Microsoft um, are going to be poo-poo faced with what has been said so next up crossfire x will be shutting down in may remedy entertainment and smilegate announced that they will be shutting down crossfire x on may the 18th 2023 the announcement comes right before the game's one year anniversary as it was released on xbox series and xbox one back in february the 10th oh was the no what's marking a year because may is not february and it's not February the 10th now. So if he announced it on February the 10th of this year, then I don't know. I don't know where you're going with that. Um, since the launch of the game, we've worked tirelessly to bring it to a point where we can all be proud. And throughout it all, we have the honour and pleasure of supporting our players. So it also sort of said that coming to this decision wasn't easy. However, we can proudly say that our players have been amazing, active, passionate and enthusiastic. So, yeah, I guess they just can't keep putting money into a game that's just not doing well. It's the latest, latest live service game to announce shutdowns this week. Rumbleverse, never heard of. And Knockout City, I have. Crime Site, never heard of. And Apex Legends Mobile are going offline later this year too. Didn't Apex Mobile just launch recently? I don't know. don't know. Um, Crossfire X single player. Uh... Uh, Crossfire X's pair of single-player shooter companions are sloppy, soulless, and mercifully brief. Uh, Crossfire X's multiplayer mods are worth the price you'll pay, and it's free to play. So yeah, it's just not good, is it? Not good at all. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think? Uh, do another bit of news now. Is it easier if actually show me tablets so you can actually? I'm actually looking more up. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll test it, see how it looks. Um, so, next up. The Last of Us <clears throat> Part 1's PC port is delayed three weeks. So, Naughty Dog has announced that the PC version of The Last of Us Part 1 will be delayed by a few weeks from its original March 3rd release date to the March 28th. Hearing your love for the HBO adaptation, seeing your beautiful photo mode shots, and learning about how the world and characters our studio created nearly a decade ago 
continue to reach new and old fans alike, flaws us every day. We know that a lot of you have been revi- revisiting the story and stated, nope, started it all with The Last of Us Part 1 on the PlayStation 5 console and realised many of you may have been excited to jump in, some for the first time when Part 1 hits PC. We want to make sure that Last of Us Part 1 PC debut is the is in the best shape possible. These additional few weeks will allow us to ensure this version lives up to your, your and our standards. Uh, so it looks as though The Last of Us TV shows made The Last of Us Part 1. It rose by, the sales rose by 238%. And the PlayStation 5 remaster also jumped up by 322% in sales. Uh, Naughty Dog also said that it's focusing on the Last of Us franchise. And for the time being they're moving away from Uncharted. Uh, they're currently working on a multiplayer game set in the Last of Us world. Uh, yeah, the Last of Us, it's a nice, nice game. Graphically, I didn't think it played very well, but... What do I know? I know nothing about any of these things. Um, so the next bit of news that we have looks though Pokemon Detective Pikachu 2 may still be in the works. Turns out the potential sequel to Pokemon Detective Pikachu may still be in the works. The sequel was officially announced in 2019, months before it even hit theatres, with Oren Uzil attached to write the script. No idea who that is. However, there was no updates that signalled positive development after that. With star Justice Smith, Justice Smith saying in a 2021 interview, I think we have just kind of buried our hopes. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't even know who he is. I've seen him, yeah, but I don't know, never knew his name. Uh, well, maybe it's time to dig, those, dig up those hopes. A spokesman for Legendary, the studio behind Pokemon... Detective Pikachu told Polygon that a sequel is still active development when reached by when reached by IGN a legendary spokesman said can only confirm that we are in active development uh, as reported by Polygon but share no further details um, yeah uh, yeah so the, it, 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 the English is hard I really did like the Detective Pikachu I thought it was a fun fun little movie um, do you guys think it deserves a sequel or should it have been left as a one and done sort of movie? Um, next bit of news that we have. Uh, Frasier Revival starts production with the first two episodes directed by James Burroughs. Uh, Paramount Plus has announced that Frasier is officially starting production this week and that 10-time Emmy Award winning director James Burroughs will be helming the f- series' first two episodes Frasier which will once again star Kelsey Grammer and be filmed in front of a live audience in Los Angeles set to follow Frasier the Crane in the next chapter of his life as he returns to Boston Massachusetts I guess with new challenges to face new relationships to forge and an old dream or two to finally fulfill Frasier has been uh, re-entered Frasier has re-entered the building Um, so it's yeah it's I think that the the series is going to concentrate more on Fraser and his son, so his brother's not in it. Um, the maid who married his brother's not in it. 
unfortunately the guy who played the dad passed away so yeah we'll wait with bated breath because Frasier itself I loved the series I thought it was really good and we'll sort of see how that goes in the near future um, I'm not sure if a lot of things will happen but you know anyway next up Netflix has unveiled its plans to prevent password sharing um, so basically Netflix has unveiled its plans to prevent password sharing between people in households outside of an account holder's primary location uh, as reported by GHacks, the streaming service has detailed how it aims to crack down on account sharing in an updated F&Q. The information varies between the countries, but it looks like the company will be paying careful attention to the devices used to log in to accounts from now on. Uh, the F&Q pages for the US and UK subscribers currently highlight that devices may require verification if they are not associated with a Netflix household or if they attempt to access the account outside the primary uh, subscriber's primary location for an extended period of time. Uh, the F&Q &K, F &K pages for countries where Netflix is testing extra membership fees for account sharing have tweaked the rules. The Costa Rica Help Center states that devices must connect to the Wi-Fi at the primary location and watch something on Netflix at least once every 31 days. The company will use information such as IP addresses, device IDs and account activity to determine whether the device signed into the is the blah 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 blah. So yeah 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 what do you guys think? Do you think this is gonna kill Netflix or do you think it's gonna be a blessing in disguise where you know, people aren't just nicking each other's... And it might actually reduce the fee, you know, because if you think about it, um, a lot of these companies are really struggling with the all of the monthly fees and that. And if you're sharing with four other people, then that's four people not getting the money. Anyway, next up. King of the Hill Revival is officially heading to Hulu. Hulu's officially ordered a King of the Hill reboot from the series original original co-creators Mike Judge and Greg Daniels um, Hulu's new King of the Hill revival comes from 20th century animation and Saladin Patterson and Saladin Patterson will serve as showrunner and executive producer Judge and Daniels alongside Michael Rotenberg, Howard Clean and Dustin Davis will also take on the executive producer role Fans of the original will also be happy to know that the new series will bring back many of the beloved voice actors who brought their characters to life from 1997 to 2010, including Mike Judge, um, Kathy uh Stephen Boo, Pamela Aslan, Johnny Hardwick and Lauren Tom. It's been in the works since 2017, San Francisco Sketch Fest, Sketch Fest, where Mike Judge and Daniels reconnected with the cast uh, and celebrated the 20th anniversary of King of the Hill. King of the Hill on Hulu brings back uh, brings fans back to Arlene, Texas, and will once again follow the life of Hank Hill. Enthusiastic seller of propane and propane accessories, his wife Peggy, local Boogle Camp, and... Um, 
oh, sorry, I said prostitute, but substitute teacher. Their 13 year old son, Bobby, who defies expectations, blah, 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 blah. So I wonder if they're going to bring back um, the daughter who, unfortunately, the voice actor died, didn't she? Um, but anyway, King of the Hill, what do you guys think? Do you think King of the Hill was a good show? Or do you think it was a bit overrated? I used to love me a bit of King of the Hill back when I was a kid. Uh, so that's going back a fair odd few years now. So, next bit of news that we have. <clears throat> Bad Boys 4 is on the way with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence have officially revealed that Bad Boys 4 is on the way. Smith and Lawrence took to Instagram to share the news with the caption, It's about that time. The video which can, you can see below follows Smith as he leads, as he leads to Lawrence's home, house to celebrate the announcement. Is he going to slap him? Whoosh. The two <laughs> show each other some love and then Smith says it's official. Bad boys for life, baby. Uh, then they then jokingly acknowledge that the third Bad Boys film was called Bad Boys for Life, and that they probably shouldn't have called it that now that the fourth movie is on the way. Despite them saying it was called Bad Boys for Life, the film is currently entitled. However, Sony Pictures did share that Bad Boys for Life director Adil El Arabi, Abi, and Bilal. Fala will be back for the fourth entry in that Chris Bremner will be writing the script. Additionally, it was confirmed that the film is currently in pre-production. So, are you guys looking forward to another um, Bad Boys film? Now, I think the films are quite good. I just wasn't sure of the last one. I don't think the last one was that good. Um, but leave comments. Um, what do you guys think? Um, it's just random rubbish at the minute, isn't it? Anyway, the next bit of news that we have. The Super Mario Brothers movie poster features all of our favourite Mushroom Kingdom characters. A brand new, beautiful poster of the Super Mario Brothers movie has been released. And it features all of our favourite Mushroom Kingdom characters, including Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Donkey Kong, Bowser and Toad. So, like... Everyone that everyone knows. The post, which was released by Nintendo, also gives us another look at some of the locations we will visit in the much anticipated film, including the castles of both Bowser and Peach. There's also a bunch of Easter eggs to discover in the post, including another peek at the Super Mario Bros. movie's take on Rainbow Road. Oh wow, what a sneak! What a like sneaky clue! Wow, you can see people are idiots. They'll just write up anything for anything. The Super Mario Bros. movie will be released in April theatres on April the 7th, 2023. And the latest teaser shows off Mario in his cat suit from Super Mario 3D World and the debut of Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong voice. The film looks to be a celebration of everything Mario, and you can see from other surprises fans have in store by checking them out. I'll break down for the blah 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 blah. So, Chris Pratt. Anya Taylor Joy, Prince Peach, oh. Charlie Day, um, Jack Black, Michael Keaton. No, no, it's not. Something else. Keegan Michael Keys. I don't know who that is. Um, Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen, Sebastian Meyer, Kevin Michael Richards, 
and a surprise appearance by Charles Mariner as the voice of Mario in the games. Um, I don't know about this. It's just going to be a stupid, stupid movie, isn't it? Um, but I guess that's what you want in these sort of things. Next up we have Netflix's Squid Game reality show, which was reportedly an inhumane disaster. Um, Squid Game's Netflix 2021 drama about a deadly competition for a massive cash prize captured the hearts of its critical stance on capitalism. Now Netflix is creating a reality spin-off called Squid Games, sorry, Squid Game The Challenge. It seems that its filming conditions aren't far from the inhumane conditions presented in the original show. Now I don't think people are getting shot and killed. We have several contestants speaking out about the unsafe filming environments. And claiming that the game was rigged. It probably was. It featured 456 participants competing for a massive 4.56 million prize. While the participants in the upcoming 10 episodes series compete in children's games similar to those of the original Squid Game. Netflix has been careful to let viewers know that the worst fate is going home empty-handed. Based on the multiple reports, conditions of the show have been difficult to say the least. Gathered in a former air hangar near London for filming. Unpaired participants in Squid Game's reality spin-off reportedly faced freezing temperatures and fatigue. They had been woken up as early as 3.30am and remained on set for up to 9 hours, unable to move for long stretches of time due to the game they were playing. Right, but you're getting a chance to win a lot of money. At least 10 participants collapsed during the first day of filming a controller stone. Minutes were called to the set repeatedly with one contestant even referring to the set as a war zone. No, you idiots. Um, the second time the song played, I saw my left um, peripheral vision that this girl was swaying. Then she just buckled and you could hear her head actually hit the ground. Right, but you're trying to win like £5 million, uh, $5 million, whatever it is. It's, you're an idiot. <laughs> Um, then someone came on the microphone and said to hold our positions because the game is not paused after that people were dropping like flies uh, several of the game was rigged citing the fact that a few influencer contestants were pre-selected to move on to rounds regardless of their results according to Rolling Stone two contestants also told Rolling Stone that Netflix which flew international contestants into London for filming had already booked their return flights before the games began and these flights later turned out to occur right after the contestants eliminations it really wasn't a game show it was a tv show and we were basically extras in a tv show an anonymous contestant told it's like yes of course it's just on the name people just want to see people being idiots i want to see people being idiots um but it's one of those things where it's what you expect. It's just, oh, I hate people so much. Um, so we'll move on to some DC news now, I guess. And <clears throat> with that, Gods and Monsters, Chapter 1. The new DCU gets its name and roadmap. So it's finally here. DC Studios C core CCOs James Gunn and Peter Safran have officially announced their current plan for the first part of their revamp to DCU which they're calling Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters. The two revealed the plan at a press event at Burbank, California yesterday, 
just barely living up to their previous promise to share some new details in 2023. Among the flashiest new entries to the lineup is Superman Legacy, which Gunn is writing, although he hasn't decided whether he'll direct it or not. Currently slated for it July the 11th, 2025, and we're sure Clark Kent balancing his Kryptonian heritage and his human upbringing rather than serve as an origin story. They also announced Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, a film adaptation of Tom King's comic, a DCU's Batman, meanwhile, uh, will be introduced in The Brave and the Bold, or uh, the new Batman will be introduced, The Brave and the Bold, which will follow Damian Wayne, the son of Bruce Wayne, and Talia Al Ghul. They describe it as a father-son story based on the Grant Morrison comic runs, which will include other members of the Bat family. This doesn't mean that Matt Reeves planned the Batman trilogy is being left on the wayside. On the contrary, the plan is still to have Reeve, Reeves see that trilogy through, announcing on October 3rd, 2025, that release date for the Batman 2. The Brave and the Bold will not open at the same time as Reeves' Batman movie hits the theatres. A Swamp Thing movie investigating his dark origins is in the works as well. In addition to the authority which will weave in several characters from DC's Wildstorm imprint. I have no idea who any of these are. Gunnar's worked on an outline for the authority himself. I did love the the thing, Swamp Thing sort of like TV series. That was really good. Yeah, it's there's most... <clears throat> more stuff here, more stuff about all this. So, the movies, Superman Legacy, The Authority, The Brave and the Bold, Superman, nope, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and Swamp Thing. Newly announced TV shows, Creature Commandos, no idea. Booster Gold, no idea. Uh, previously announced stuff, The Flash, Blue Beetle, no idea. Aquaman and The Lost Kingdom, Peacemaker Season 2, I forgot Shazam, Few of the Gods at the top. Um, Joker, uh, so the second one of that, The Batman 2, Gotham Knights, um, Superman and Lois, and Pennyworth HBO Max. Isn't, didn't they sort of say that the Pennyworth has been cancelled now, so it's not going to finish? Um, so sticking with the uh, DC stuff, I guess we'll talk about... The DC Studios, Peter Safran says it was right to cancel Batgirl. The film was not releasable. Oh, the cancellation of Leslie Grace's Batgirl movie was a bold and courageous decision according to DC Studios co-CCO, not co-CEO, Peter Safran. Uh, Safran shared his thoughts on Batgirl during a press event held at Warner Brothers lot, during which he fell and fellow... James Gunn gave Jesus the first wave of Batgirl's character that inevitability will will we will include in our story um, on the Batgirl front it's not all about it's not about it's not about late in the process of the film getting cancelled I saw the movie and there are a lot of incredible times people in front and behind the camera on that film but the film was not releasable and it happens sometimes he continued I actually think that President of the and CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery and the team made a very bold and courageous decision to cancel it because it would have hurt DC. It would have hurt those people involved. Ninety million pound, uh, sorry, ninety million dollar movie had reportedly completed shooting and was well into post production when it was shuttered. 
in early 2022. The new leadership of the... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so basically this is just a story about saying how it was right to cancel the Batgirl movie. And it probably was, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> and then the last bit of news that I have here was what I kind of mentioned a few minutes ago. But it looks as though Logan director James Manigold, Mangold, Manigold is in talks to take on DC's Swamp Thing movie. Um, so just a day after the James Gunn and Peter Safran announced all their initial plans for the DCU, basically called Chapter One: Gods and Monsters, a potential director is partially already being floated. Floated, yeah. So basically, it looks like he's. Oh, he's doing the upcoming Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny movie. So it looks like he hopefully might be doing the Swamp Thing movie. Um, Swamp Thing was one of five months movies and ten overall projects revealed by Gunn and Safran's big announcement. Didn't reveal too much about the Swamp Thing movie other than it would explore the creature's dark origins. And Gunn also mentioned they were already in talks with three directors of the five movies announced. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? Do you think the a lot of these are good ideas or not? Um, my camera's battery's flashing, so I'll try and hurry up. Um, we'll do the top 40 now. So we'll just quickly crack on, because I don't want my camera to stop. So, number 40, F122, Forbidden, no, Horizon Forbidden West, The Last of Us Remastered, Mario Strikers Battle League Football, Ring for Adventure, 35, Battlefield 2042, uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Luigi's Mansion 3, Red Dead Redemption 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, number 30, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Just Dance 2023, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury, uh, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, number 25, Grand Theft Auto of the Trilogy the Definitive Edition, uh, PGA Tour 2K23, Need for Speed Unbound, Super Mario Odyssey, NBA 2K23, Forspoken at 20, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, Mario Party Superstars, uh, Fire Emblem Engage, The Last of Us Part 1 at 15, Pokemon Scarlet, Sonic Frontiers, Splatoon 3, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and then number 10, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Com Cosmic Shake, number 9, Pokemon Violet, number 8, Grand Theft Auto 5, number 7, Minecraft, number 6, Nintendo Switch Sports, number 5, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, number 4, uh, America 8 Deluxe, number 3, Dead Space, number 2, God of War Ragnarok, and at number 1, back up there, FIFA 23, and that is thanks to the Games Press and the GFK Entertainment Software Charts, all formats, so thank you to them. <clears throat> and that is it my friends, that's episode 337 of the One Up Gaming Podcast, me David, so please check out our website, oneupgaming.co.uk. Please go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. Uh, you can buy these t-shirts at oneupgaming.co.uk, top right-hand corner. There's the Dead Space one, there's the different colours ones, there's different logos ones, the podcast one. <clears throat> Just click on there and choose the colour and the design you want. Um, our Game Display music is available. Uh, the album's out now, 20% of each sale will go to Child's Play Charity. Just Google it and you can stream it or buy it. Um, 
our first 100 podcasts are available to buy and just go to audiobooksontape.com and search one up gaming and one pound of each sale will go to the diabetes uk charity please subscribe to our facebook please subscribe to our youtube channel link follow share like comment um, all that good stuff on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can watch us live at twitch.tv slash official. And if you want to tweet us, it's at official. And if you want to send us an email, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. So I guess that's episode 337 of the One Up Gaming Podcast with me, David, saying thank you all. Goodbye. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fly because you deserve a better life. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.